Welcome to the Telford Minster podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening along. Our vision is to make Jesus known in Telford and we hope that your attention is grabbed by Jesus today and what he's doing in your life. We have moved into the completed Minster space on Southwater Square in Telford and we'd love to invite you to come along and give church a try at our 4pm gatherings every Sunday. We're opposite Wilco's and above Novella Lounge. Enjoy the podcast. The seed on Palm Sunday is, is we have an amazing, amazing procession about to happen. Jesus is going to be coronated as king. You know, I don't know if any of you ever have ever seen someone be coronated as queen or king when the queen of our country had her coronation a long, long time ago, before I was born. She had her coronation. And there were millions of people lining the streets of London. Now, who here has been to Buckingham Palace? We had a few people find, yeah, cool. Um, it's a pretty grand place, but they were lining the streets of London as she was coronated at Westminster Abbey, which is also in London. And people at Jesus' coronation would have been talking about him coming to town. The news would have been spreading. He'd been doing miracles. He'd been doing amazing things. He'd been healing people. He'd been changing people's lives. And people would have been going, this amazing king is coming. It's going to be incredible. We're going to have an amazing time. We're going to gather the street, line the streets and welcome this king as he comes in to Jerusalem. And he walked from Jericho to Jerusalem, which is about 14 miles. Has anyone ever walked 14 miles or ran maybe? It's quite a long way, isn't it? But they went about 14 miles. But the worst thing is, it's not even flat. It's like walking up a really hilly bit of mountain. And as you come to Jerusalem, it's really steep. And there's a little valley just before, and he would have gone up this really steep hill. And at the bottom of the hill, probably, is where he said to these disciples, his friends, his mates who'd been hanging out with him, can you just go and nick me a donkey? Can you go and get a donkey for me? Um, Because I need this donkey to ride in for my coronation. Now, when we expect a king to arrive, do we expect them to go on a baby donkey? Not really, no. What kind of creatures would we expect a king or a queen to arrive with? Yeah. Yeah, in a fancy car, in a, like maybe in a Ferrari or like in, a, in some kind of really fancy limousine, yeah? Put him. And, oh, and a camel. Yeah, camels are quite grand, aren't they? Or maybe like a horse. The Queen of England, when she was coronated, arrived in a horse-drawn carriage, and the carriage was all covered in gold. It's beautiful. It's incredible. But Jesus arrived on a baby donkey. Can we have our donkey up here? This is our baby donkey today. <laughs> and she has some friends. <laughs> so... So Jesus said to his mates, "Uh, can you go and get me a donkey? And and if anyone says, why are you going to collect this donkey from this farmer's field? Say to them, because the Lord needs it. Now, these disciples must have had to trust to be like, can I just come and get this donkey? And the farmer was like, I guess so. And then they would have said to them, the Lord needs it. They must have really had to trust Jesus for that. And I wonder how much we trust Jesus with everything in our lives. Do you find trusting Jesus easy? Yeah, because he loves you. That's like great donkey. <laughs> now, 
I wonder how much we trust Jesus. So we're going to worship in a minute. But as we worship, we're just going to have an opportunity just to say to Jesus once again that we trust him with our lives. So let's stand up. Band, do you want to come up and get yourself set, set up? Okay. Donkey, would you like to pray for us to trust Jesus with our lives? So Heavenly Father, as we come before you now with all our worries, all the stuff that we've got in our minds and our hearts, Lord, help us to put it over to you, to put all our worries, all our concerns, all our fears with you, to trust in you with everything that we're concerned about. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Fabulous. So we have a conquering king arriving on a donkey, a baby donkey at that, don't we? Now we expect a king or a queen to arrive full of strength and power, like a warrior at the time. The kings of the time, the emperors of the Roman Empire would have arrived on some great, amazing horse. They probably would have had lots of shields and swords around them and had amazing armor on and been celebrated and all their power and strength and everybody who worships them as king. But Jesus' kingdom is a bit upside down. Can anyone here do a handstand? Anyone good at doing handstands? I like handstands, they're good fun. Um, when you go upside down on a handstand, you see the world a bit differently, don't you? And Jesus was doing that. He was seeing things a bit differently, and he was trying to get us to see things a bit differently. We've got a few people practicing handstands here, maybe on rugs only, because we don't want any hurt heads. So, upside down kingdom. It was a bit different to the kind of kings we expect. Jesus was gentle. He wasn't coming in, trying to make a show of his power and his strength. He was coming in gently and lowly. He was full of humility. And he was coming for the poor and the broken. Not for the rich people, not for everybody that had everything together, but for those who needed his kingdom more than anyone. His upside-down kingdom meant that he came in a way that was completely inappropriate for a king. A baby donkey going up a really steep hill on the way to Jerusalem. Imagine the scene. You've got crowds lining the street. It was Passover time. So every year, a bit like we come together at Easter or Christmas, every year the Jews would come together, and they still do today, to celebrate Passover. And it was celebrating when God had saved them and their babies in Egypt and, and released him from, um, from captivity and slavery, and they were able to, to worship God freely again. And they'd come and celebrate Passover together. They'd celebrate it and have an amazing feast once a year, and loads of people would gather in Jerusalem. Historians aren't really sure how many. When I looked it up, some people said hundreds of thousands, some people said tens of thousands, and some people said 200. But a lot of people gathered in Jerusalem and had an amazing feast, and they would have been there waiting for this king of the Jews. And they lined the streets, and they were like, he's coming, he's coming, this is so exciting, we can't wait, the king is coming. And then they see him coming in on a baby donkey. I mean, would you have been impressed when you were expecting a king? A baby donkey arrives. But, oh, poor donkey. 
Perfect. Yeah. Can you say Eeyore? Eeyore. Very good. Very good. Maybe this donkey would have said Eeyore a few times. He came in on a baby donkey. But people were still like, yes, this is Jesus. This is the man we've been hearing about. And what they did is they took off their coats, their cloaks. Now, coats... They probably didn't have more than one coat, like I have more than one coat in Jesus' time. They probably had one coat that was going to keep them warm, protect them from when it was really cold, didn't live in lovely houses with central heating, they could go home and be warm too. Their cloak would have been something that would have been really precious to keep them safe and keep them warm and stop them getting poorly. But what they did with their coats, you know, they didn't put them on, they took them on the floor in front of Jesus so that he had something to walk on. And they got palm leaves and they put them on the floor and they said, look, come in and walk on these palm leaves and coat because you can't be walking on that dirty ground because you are our king and you are worthy of so much more than just coming in on a donkey. So they took what they had and they placed it on the floor. They grabbed the leaves from around them, the coats from around them, and they placed them down on the floor. Now I wonder in the crowd where you think you might have been. So Take yourself to the situation. You've got Jesus coming in, this king that you've heard about. You're in the crowd. Would you have been right at the front, like, yes, Hosanna, Hosanna, the king is here. I'm going to throw my coat on the floor. I'm going to grab all the palm leaves. I'm going to be celebrating right at the front. Would you have been standing a little bit further back, watching on and thinking, yeah, maybe this is a king for me. I'm not sure. I'm just going to maybe hold on to my coat for a bit longer. And then maybe you see Jesus coming and you think, yeah, okay, I'll take it off and I'm going to celebrate you and I'm going to welcome you in as king. Or maybe you'd be even further back in the crowd. Maybe you would be standing, watching on and thinking, not really sure what all of this is about. Not really sure whether this is the king of the Jews, like they say. I've heard these miracles. I've heard about what Jesus did. But I'm not sure where I stand with that. So think about where you might be in the crowd. Whether you are two years old or you're 92 years old, Jesus wants to be your king. It doesn't matter where you come from, what kind of life you've walked, whether you have lived with, without knowing much about God, where you live knowing Jesus all your life. He still wants to be your king. And he comes gently, and he comes humbly, and he wants to transform our lives. So in a moment, we're going to have an invitation, an opportunity to invite Jesus to come and be our king of our hearts once again. And I just wonder whether there are some of us here who are holding on a little bit to our cloaks, who are just holding them to them a bit too much, unsure whether we want to just throw them on the ground and say, yes, Jesus, you can have my all.
Thanks for listening. We hope this time has blessed you. Hit the subscribe button to hear more like this. And to find out more about Telford Minster, follow us at Telford Minster on Instagram and Facebook or go to telfordminster.org.uk.